I remember back to my primary school days when um, the school I attended opened up a savings account for all the learners at the school. Now, we were then encouraged to bring whatever we had once weekly and to give it to the teacher who would give it to the money, well, give the money to the bursar who would then deposit it into our junior bank accounts back then. Now, at the end of primary school, it was around grade 7 going into grade 8, we were then given our bank cards and I remember mine was still active till the second year of my first job when I decided to switch accounts from a different bank because of high fees, bank costs and all of that. But that is basically my first memory of saving. So today with the cost of living going up and salaries not really following suit, I thought it'd be a good idea to invite mindful money coach Monita Opperman to uh, chat about some tips on how to save we just find savings and Monita joins me in the studio in the early hours of a Saturday morning. Hello, how's it? Hi, Keenan. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming into the studio. Um, in anything, may it be earnings from the corporations, organizations we work for, or in regard to being self-employed, why is it important to pay ourselves first? Because I've been reading this book by, um, what's this guy's name? Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Uh, Robert Kiyosaki. There we go. There we go. Yes. Just slipped my mind there. He says you must pay yourself first. Also, how much of our earnings in percentage should we be paying ourselves? Because a lot of the times when the bank charges go off, it goes toward the household things, the car, the kids. Mm-hmm. So how much should we be paying ourselves? Okay. So let's start with your first question. Why should we pay ourselves first? So... The thing is, savings buy your financial freedom. That's what savings do. And um, if you, it's sort of a, it's it's a psychological thing. If you um, take out your savings first, you will make do with what is left, right? If I gave you a thousand rand, you'll spend a thousand rand. Oh, definitely. In a day. If I gave you a thousand rand and you first took a hundred rand and put it in a different savings account, you'll make do with the 900, won't you? So it's the same concept with paying yourself first. Take out that savings first, out of sight, out of mind, and then work with what is left. And you'll somehow manage to fit all your expenses into, into the leftovers. Now, when it does come to savings, many people think that, okay, I need to save lots and lots of money. Um, okay, let's say, let's use this 1,000 Rand. That's what I get paid a month, for example. I don't really get that, but okay, I get paid 1,000 Rand. Yes. And uh, my debt is 999 Rand and 99 cents, and I have that one cent left over. Is it a good idea to save that one cent? Yes, still. <laughs> <laughs> So savings Absolutely. doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be lots and lots of money. That's the thing. People people tend to think um that they have to first earn a lot or first do this or first do that and one day they'll start saving. That's not going to happen. If you if you don't learn to save and have a savings habit, because that's what it is, a habit, it's a learned behavior, um, then you're not going to do it later. Uh so that's why do it first. 
But it sounds like it's a habit that we've fallen out of because now I spoke a little bit about yes. when I was at primary school and regularly, you know, you used to be quite excited to go to school, especially when it was the end of the month. Mom and dad had that five rand they could give you. When it got to the middle of the month, they'd give you a two rand fifty or whatever. So you'd go to school and you'd be quite happy to deposit this. And, you know, you knew that it was going to something special and you could buy a toy you always wanted at the end of school. But it just seems like my idea and habit of saving is just thrown out of the window uh, seven odd years into working life. Yes. So what uh, I think that was a fantastic, fantastic initiative for kids. Mm. To I have think they should do it again. If they they don't. should do it again. Absolutely. Um, but what you had in school, it was sort of a group Everyone was doing it. The teacher was, you know, implementing it. It was a whole thing. So that it was you like took peer part. pressure. Yeah, peer pressure, but also the peer excitement around mm. it. But you had a goal. You know, you know, at some point you were going to get it and you're going to be, you know, use it for something. So perhaps when you started earning money, you didn't have specific savings goals. And that's the second thing um when starting to save is to actually set yourself goals so that you are working towards something. And and that makes a big difference. And I think you actually hit the nail on the head there because when I got my first job at the end of that month, the first thing I did was buy a wardrobe. Mm. Yeah. Buy new yes. jeans, buy new tackies, shoes, whatever. And uh, that's where my money went. And at the end of the month, my mom said, because I was still living with him, so, Keenan, are you going to start contributing to rental? Mm. I was like, um, I didn't think <laughs> really? of that. Really, you know, <laughs> jeans is quite expensive. <laughs> but when it comes to saving, you say that we must uh, make a goal when it comes to our savings. Is it a good idea to save for various things and not just save for one particular thing? Or is it um, when we start earning bigger bucks that we should open up several accounts? Um, no, you can start. That's what I keep saying to, to people. Start small. So I have um, uh, five savings pockets and I have given them different names. So the one is my money magic fund, which is my buffer. It's there at all times. So I have 10,000 rand in there nice. to cover me at can all I times. Take a loan from there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's become my paid um it's become my payday loan let's say oh this month a little bit more spending um and i need 500 rand for petrol before payday i borrow from that fund and then on payday i put it back so in my my goal is to always have 10000 it feels awkward if the 10000's not there so i quickly put it back um, or unexpected expense, medical bill, burst tire, something I've forgotten about, um, then I use that. When it does come to petrol, should we be putting money aside for petrol a month? So say uh, you're going to spend 2,400 rand on petrol because your car is quite heavy and you're traveling quite far distances. Should you be putting money aside for petrol and know that, okay, I'm comfortable with I'm going to be spending that amount of money? And the rest I can use for whatever. If that's uh, yeah, if that's an important one for you to keep aside, definitely, definitely do that. But um, what I do is I actually have a, a little envelope app. So it's like that old school envelope, envelope mm -hmm. system of grandma, where she has ten envelopes and she put 
bread and milk money in the one and you know uh petrol money in the other one so i set aside little envelopes for each one of my expenses and the digital money in there no 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 it's just i i fill it up with um so it's actually an app mm -hmm. so i fill it up with the amounts for the month mm -hmm. so it's a thousand rand for petrol a uh, thousand and a half for eating out and entertainment and then every time i pay for something i take money you know virtually out so I, i use my card and i take it out so at any point i can open my phone right now and i can tell you exactly what i have left for petrol That's groceries clever. so it's only for my day-to-day -day expenses you know your rent and your um, phone bill you know what you're You know, the monthly debit that's going off. You know that amount already. It's just for your day-to-day. -day. It's like a, yeah, like envelopes. That's that very clever because at the moment, I think I'm spending a lot of my, uh, well, a lot of my bank charges for my internet banking is going to me just going online to check how much money I have in my account after <gasps> buying Ooh, something. So you, yes. Yeah, so I think exactly. this is something that could work for me. Yeah, so there's, um, there's, yeah, there's two apps. The one for iPhone. Mm -hmm. is called well spent and the one for android is called budget with envelopes budget with envelopes. exactly what it says beautiful i absolutely love it if you have just tuned in uh it's the uh, cape talk overnight live i have to get this right because i was going to say weekend early i'm with you till three o'clock not six keenan williams with you and i'm in conversation now with mindful money coach uh, Monita Opperman and we're talking about uh, savings and uh, tips on savings and so on. If you have any questions for Monita, you can give me a call on 021-446-0567 or you can send me a WhatsApp text or voice message on 072-567-1567. Monita, talk to me a little bit about uh, short-term savings goals and that, how that can help us along the way. So the very first savings goal goal is to have that little buffer fund that I was talking about. Just to have that aside at all times, it really gives such financial peace of mind. It is amazing. And how I, st I started building it the first month that, you know, I dedicated savings towards my buffer fund, I put a hundred rand in. That's all I had to put in. And then as time went on, I increased my savings. And then I started getting excited of where I can find savings. And very quickly, I filled the 10,000 Rand pot. And then I said, okay, what, 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 what is next? So next, I started building a three-month um, living expenses fund. So now, to the next step is then to say, okay, I'm going to put three months worth of living expenses aside at all times. So if anything happens, you don't want to work for a month or work is slow for, especially for freelancers um, for a month, you have that money to use and then you can build it up again. Why didn't I speak to you months ago? Because it feels like I'm at the point of, okay, it's the last of Overnight Live. I'm going to get less work. I'm a freelancer here. Um, and it's kind of stressful because I don't know what August has in store for me. Yes, I know that I might stand in here and there, but it won't get me the amount of money that I would have gotten at the end of the month. 
and I have debt that's going to come off at the end of the month, and people's going to come knocking at my door and say, Keenan, uh, where's our money? And I can't tell them, dude, I'm a, I'm a freelancer, you know, the, <laughs> the show went down the drain, and, you know. I, think I don't I have my buffer fund. I don't have my buffer fund. But when it comes to yeah. a buffer fund, um, what's the difference between a buffer fund and a what if? Like, you know, the what if account that. Oh, it's the uh, same. Is yes, it the same thing? Same so, thing. Um, what I, if the. Some people call it emergency. I don't, I'm very careful about what words I choose. Yeah, no, because I don't emergency is you landing up in hospital. So, for me, it's like a off. magic buffer. It's. But it's the what if. Mm. Absolutely. That is, it's fundamental. And we tend to know know this, but yet we don't build one for ourselves. I mean, I never used to. Um, but it's starting. So I want to actually challenge you to, even though you know August is going to be a little bit more, less unknown or more unknown. Right. No. <laughs> New opportunities might appear. Okay, okay. No, no, I'm um, very positive so, about it. So I challenge you to, to put something away in savings anyway. 50 rand. But 50 it, rands. It doesn't matter what, what it is. Put something away. If only, if only we could go to the, because, because the bulk of my salary goes to petrol and, you know, living expenses as well. If only if we could go to the garage and they say, Keenan, you've been here so often, we'll give you a free <laughs> tank full. Why, like, why not? Why, why can't someone, not? Why can't come, like, someone come up with something <laughs> like that? Talk to me about getting into the mindset that I can save. Because some people are living in this idea that, okay, I'm not earning enough or I'm not at that stage or I'm unemployed mm -hmm. and I, you know, I get a little bit of uh, unemployment from the UIF mm -hmm. or I'm getting retirement, whatever, you know, that the, the government pension that the oh, elderly yeah. people, the seniors yes. are getting today is ridiculous. Yes. How will you get someone who's earning minimal wage to save or get to the mindset that I can save and doesn't have to be a lot of money? It can be that 50 rand you spoke about or a 10 rand if they can spare that. Yes. So savings, like I said earlier, it's a learned behavior and it's, it's a habit. Um, and it's about actually just giving it a try and to start it and to regularly do it. Because the moment you actually start, you know, just the other day for my client, I said, I know things are tough in your business right now. But start your savings, and every Friday put it put some put some away. Her energy has shifted already. She's like just knowing that even though I'm you know digging myself out of this debt hole, that I'm actually also building something for the future has changed everything. It's shifted everything. So it's about just starting small, no matter what, no matter if they debt, no matter what, doesn't matter the amount. It's the habit. Talking about starting small, I'm scratching my pocket at the moment and Ooh, small change, <laughs> small change. I don't like coins. I, I really despise these Ooh, little things. Okay. I don't like them very much. Yes. I tried to burn a one rand the other day just to see how strong our currency okay. is. Okay, okay. Yeah. Keenan, you and I <laughs> need a long talk. So definitely, uh, definitely. Uh, yes. But not talking about small yeah. change. Um, sometimes it's the things that just lay around. And if you walk around in a parking lot, for example, mm. you'll find a lot of 50 senses. Mm. And if you are done walking in that parking lot, picking up 50 senses, it could equate to a 10 rand. Mm. 
Um, talk to me about saving small change because sometimes we think of it as, as worthless. It's just that 10 cents. I was that person. I would drop, you know, brown coins on the floor and hey. I would look down and say, that's not worth picking up. Yeah. What was I telling money? What 50 are cents you, as well. What are you, yes. What yeah. are you telling, you know, what energy are you putting out there towards money mm-hmm. that it's worthless? You know, that coin still has value. It still has value. So it was more for me to change. I now pick up 10 cents wherever in the street. You're finding them all over the place. eh? You see them all. And for me, it's a little, ah, you're on the right track. It's like (laughs) things are more money is coming. And I have a little, you know, a moment of I cherish money. I respect money. Money supports me. So that's what that coin means to me. And when I started my, you know, sort of my renewed money journey, I got a piggy bank and I named him Philip. So whenever I came home, I put coins in Philip. And when I pick up a coin, I put, and it's just the, you're starting to change your mindset and, and feelings towards money when you actually cherish every amount, not just big amounts, but even small amounts. Did your money in Philip grow? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> How much was it when you opened him up? Uh, I think um, I actually did a little competition with my Facebook friends to guess how much money have I saved in Philip. And it was something like 350 rand. Wow. All the small change. Small change. We've but then sometimes a 10 rand or because I would pick up notes later. So it's all the money you picked up. It's money that I picked up, but also change at the end of the week or something like that. I remember when I was younger, someone dropped a hundred rand in a store. Lord forgive me. But um, no one was looking at the hundred rand. So what I did was I just put my foot on it and I slid all the way to the kids area and I picked it up there. Okay, wait. Did you see the person drop it? No, no. It was okay, just laying just, there. I was like, no, no, no. Oh, if, it's just li- if it's just lying there, it's... Because no one's going to, like, if I'm going to say who's 100 rand is this, there's going to be about four or five people putting up their hands. Exactly. Because there's many people's dishonest. And I was wondering. It's very interesting that you thought you have to hide it from everyone. Because now, why would an eight year old little boy have 100 rand? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Days and ages have changed these days. Now, you, you mentioned, and I quote, money supports me. Some mm. people will think that, okay, um, I mustn't be too involved in finances and money because, you know, you have the physical life and for some, they have mm. the spiritual life as well. And they would think that, okay, if I'm going to want to have that mindset of money supports me, that I'm basically idolizing money. I'm making money into a God. Mm. Uh, I I hear you. So what they then tend to do is sort of reject the material world mm. and say, oh, I don't care too much for money. But yet money is also a form of the blessing and abundance. So there's, you know, I talk a lot about money and spirituality. It's a, a blessing from the universe or your God or whatever you believe in. It supports and sustains every part of your life. There's no running away from money or denying it. So for me, about having that supportive relationship and also spiritual relationship with money is I'm going to work work alongside money. I'm going to, you know, 
have that support, supportive relationship with money where I tr- respect money and I have the expectation that money is going to support me rather than reject it and who is it going to serve. And for me, the bigger purpose is the more blessings I have and the more abundance I have in the terms in terms of money, the bigger work I can do, the more people I can help, the more freedom I have to dedicate to my work and what my real purpose on earth is. So it's it's shifting your mindset from money just means materialism, greed, to actually money can be do fantastic things in this world. Talking about the fantastic things that money can do, is it also a brilliant idea? Do you do it maybe? Um, have a special account that you uh, it's not for self but it's for for someone else someone's maybe knocking on your door asking for a loaf of bread and you actually use the money that you've saved in that account and weekly you buy a few things non-perishables that you can put into a bag and uh, you can give to someone who's knocking on your door so you don't have to give them out of your own kitty you have a special kitty that you've made for them and you buy certain things and do you have an account like that? Uh, absolutely. So, yeah, in my monthly, you know, worked in my monthly abundance spending plan is gifting as well because I'm being blessed. I want to bless others as well. Um, and the other day, SARS gave me a payout. Okay. Which was nice. <laughs> Much more than I thought. <laughs> so I was, I'm very happy with SARS. Um, and I put some extra money in paying off my car. I put some money in my um, tax-free savings account. I put some money aside to buy a piece of furniture. And I sponsored some girls to go to an entrepreneur event. So I split it into something to clear my debt, something to for now, something for the future, but also something to help someone else. Beautiful, beautiful. Love it. Have we um, missed anything? Because I know that you came with a list of things that you wanted to touch on. You're like, Keenan, these are the pointers that we have to touch on. Uh, I think there's one or two. No? Yes, yes, yes. There's one or two. I think there's one or two that we haven't touched on. Or did I touch on everything? Yeah, so we we spoke about um, uh, where to start. So start small. Um, And you asked earlier how, how much should you put away. So... Your first goal, if you, you're not a saver at the moment, your first goal is to work yourself up to putting 10% away of your, of your, of your, you know, your net income every month. So, um, uh, you know, I, at, at the moment, I'm at 20%. When a client pays me, I immediately, it's very exciting. Oh, money's come in. 20% immediately goes into a separate account that's just sitting there building, building, building. Um, so about 10, 10% is a good number to work towards to start off, off with. And then sit with your, sit and list every single expense. Start with your fixed expenses like your rent, your um, all the bills that you have, medical aid. Work your way through all the way down to your day-to-day expenses, food, petrol, entertainment, those coffees you buy, and cake. Have a little brain cake. <laughs> have a little brainstorming session, whether it's with a friend or your partner or even with yourself, and think: Can I make a saving here? You know, am I? You know, do I? Can I live in a cheaper place, for example? Um, 
can I save on electricity in a way? Um, can I make savings by changing bank accounts? Mm. Can I ask my um, bank if they can reduce interest rate on my credit card or my bond, perhaps? Um, can I change insurance? Do I need all the insurance policies? Really scrutinize every expense. Go get different quotes. And every time you make a saving, and I promise you, you'll find something. Um, you say, and you say, okay, 100 rand, 200 rand, yeah, 300 rand. I found my one client 4,500 rand a month the other day. And now that four and a half thousand rand is going towards savings. She didn't have anything to save when she came to me. So you can find, so I call it squeezing the juice and finding those savings that you can actually put away. I think I must sit down with you to squeeze some juice as well because um, when I sit with my finances or my budgeting sheet for a month, and I sit every month because being a freelancer, you earn different things because you are working different amount of days during the month because this month might have 25 days that you're going to be working. Next month might have 20. So I'll be sitting with my budgeting sheet and afterwards I have such a headache mm -hmm. because I'm like, yeah. I know that this is a fixed thing that, you know, medical aid and telecom is going to take this. And, you know, that's going to go for petrol. That's going to go for food. But where the hell do I cut down on? I think I have to sit down with you. Mm, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly sit down with you and teach you a few things. Monita, thank you very much for coming in. It Thanks was wonderful so much chatting. for having me again. Monita, uh, Mindful Money Coach. If uh, someone would like to get hold of you because you're not here next week. You can come if you want to, but there's no there's more overnight no live. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to miss it. And we're going to miss you indeed. If someone would like to get a hold of you, maybe on the socials or just say, hey, Monita, let's squeeze some juice out of my finances mm -hmm. and see where, you know, I can get savings. Yes. How can they get a hold of you? So my um, website is mindfulmoneycoach.co.za and you'll be able to email me or message me from there. But I'm also very active on my social media, Facebook and on Instagram as Marnita Opperman, Mindful Money Coach. Monita Opperman there. She's a Mindful Money Coach. Thanks very much for coming into the mm -hmm. studio. If you have any questions, we can always forward them to Monita and she can get back to you. You can uh, email me at keenanw at capetalk.co.za.